Hey everybody, welcome back to We Met IRL. This week's guest is Tori Piskit. Um, she tells me some kind of horror stories actually of people she met in real life, how she got a parasite from a guy. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, she also uh, gives some tips for meeting people, you know, in real life, obviously after the pandemic when we're back able to go to bars and yeah, just how we both once were hopeless romantic. So it's a, it's a lot of fun and thank you for listening and yeah, enjoy the episode. Okay. Well, I have a great story. I'm actually texting with someone right now who I'm convinced gave me a parasite who I met in real life. Okay, great. How did you guys meet? So, <laughs> what a way to start a story. Um, we met, you know him. Um, we called him Swamp Boy. We met at a comedy show. He kept, do you know who I'm talking about? The one who would turn up at my shows and ask if you were coming? Yes, exactly oh, that yes. one. So, he, um, so what he an ca- appropriate time for that noise, by the way. It was like, correct. It's him. He's texting me. He's like, I'll tell you the parasite to stay home. He's like, do you want a drink? I'm like, no. I, live in- your f- I don't know. Put your phone on silent. Oh, you know what? I have to turn off my messages. Okay, wait, hold on. Preferences. Oh, it's from your laptop. Sorry. No, no, I'll I sign like, out. Ding. Sign out. Sign out. Okay. So I'll tell you how I met this guy in real life. It was not a success, but I have other successes, but this was not a su- success story. This is great though. I want failures as well. So great. I can learn this is from a big, you. From big your failure. Mistakes. Oh, this is a big failure, really. So af- one of, after one of my relationships, this guy was at a comedy club and he was hitting on me. Now he looked like, he looked like he probably was hot in like 2011. Like he looked like he grew up in New York. He was wearing like a Burberry scarf. Just everything about him was like 2011 hot. And he was bald. And he literally looked like he hasn't showered from 2011. Like Gucci shoes from 2011. Burberry scarf from 2011. Like he looked like he walked out of like the background of like Gossip Girl. So this guy's hitting on me. I'm like, ugh, no way. This guy thinks like I'm going to date him, blah, blah, He obviously then we eventually went out because this is how my mind changed this is how fucked up girls are he kept coming to my shows and then one night he tells me that this producer I know used to date him now the producer was like a really pretty girl so in my head I'm like wait if that pretty girl dated him I swear it was like he I swear it was crazy it's like it was like a movie like he literally changed in my mind I was like like, he was still the, like, balding, gross guy that, like, told me he didn't cut his toenails. But he still, <laughs> like, somehow he, like, changed. He changed in my mind. So, we, oh, and he treated me, ki- like, nice. Like, basically, my ex hated comedy. He was obsessed with my comedy. And he t- always took me to really nice dinners. But he never let me go to his apartment. Never let me go to his apartment. He said it was really dirty. Now, uh, me and my friend have come to the conclusion that he was a hoarder. Because it was one night it was I was like, I need to stay in the city because I live in Brooklyn because I need to borrow my parents car. My parents live in the city. And he was like, let's just go back to your place. I was like, no, it doesn't make sense. I want to stay in the city. And I was like, let's just go to your house. He's like, it's so dirty. I'm like, let's go. So he was like, the fact it was so dirty, he wouldn't let me over. He rather he paid for a hotel room. Yeah, that's weird. But also as well, this guy looked like I've met him. He looked like he had money. So he looked like why a would he just have a guy? For, I think Katie, the apartment must have been so f- past the point of a maid coming. And by the way, yeah. I know how gross it was because someone else I know hooked up with him and said that 
she was like, oh, it was the grossest place I've ever, like you would, the floors, it was like sticky, the floors. Yeah. Well, let me just. Oh, she said it was, a, sorry. She she said it was a fire hazard. Oh, geez. Biohazard. Yeah. Sorry. Biohazard. Biohazard. Yes. I remember. I remember you telling <laughs> me that biohazard. Yes. Okay. Wait though. My description of him would be like, he looked like a movie director because he'd wear the scarf. It'd be warm. It'd be like fucking whatever. I don't know what degrees is in America. I forget. But like. It'd be it would hot. be like 75 degrees this guy would be wearing a burberry scarf never not with yeah. a burberry scarf it was sometimes it would be like a hermes scarf like you couldn't tell if it was like from saint mark's or like 500 dollars. it was like confusing you know no sometimes it would be like this um like not silk but what's it called it looked like uh what's that fancy material not silk uh, uh, silk, uh, silk. Uh, no no velvet we're two dyslexics um oh the the people who are listening are probably like that one but anyway it looked like that it's like a soft cotton type of type of uh cashmere cashmere okay cashmere. Cashmere. and oh, he yeah. would have it just wrapped like where one piece is down the front of your chest and the other is down the back and then he'd have like a lot of gel so for me it always looked like he was like a mo- like kind of like one of those movie directors you see on the tv who like you you know keeps going i'm a movie director but isn't successful exactly that's <laughs> you know, he looks like, like the writer. guy exactly he's like the guy that like buys his own um wait what are the chairs called oh like he's the one who like buys a movie director seat and just sits in it at home being like this feels about right like that's what he- yeah yeah it's he's the type where you're like from far away looks like they have money and they're doing well and then when you get close up you see their yellow fingers you're like oh no Ugh. you just smoke all the time but wait he told you he didn't cut his toenails oh so one time when we were out to dinner he was like yeah i said something like why don't you wear those shoes anymore and he goes i don't know if my f- foot has grown or i just haven't cut my toenails ah oh my god so I would be like, I would put up with, uh, I have put up with some manipulative, possessive, abusive bastards. And I mean, I would have walked away. At, I haven't cut my toenails. <laughs> but I, like that's it. You know what that's it is? The line. It was just like, I guess in that stage, not that I have it all now, but I am convinced you can find a guy like that has all the qualities you want. But he had a lot of qualities I did like. So I was trying to look over his look situation because he would take me to like really nice dinners like really really nice dinners and like I wouldn't even like think about splitting it like he would always be like no stop and we would honestly have really good conversations because it was mostly about me and my comedy and we would just because he would come to my shows and then we would spend three hours talking about how he liked this bit and we should work on this but like I guess like that what that's what turns me on so I there were aspects I liked about him yeah no look that makes sense that makes sense so do you want me to talk <laughs> wait, about how i found out i thought i had a parasite from him yeah absolutely wait so um wait um okay yeah go in go into that okay <laughs> so then you know he was dirty all right now this remember dirty dirty guy so i stopped seeing him because also like we would see each other like once a week like like for months it was like five months it was a really long time and then finally i just like cut it off because i was like this is not going anywhere and like what's the point um and so I cut it off and then like two months later no I would say like three months later I started having these stomach issues where like I couldn't eat and I thought I was gonna throw up and long story short this has been like almost a two-year process of not knowing what was wrong with my stomach I have Lyme disease I thought it was Lyme disease long story short they found out I had a parasite which like you get mostly if you drink water from a different country like a third world country or some people can get it from salads it's Giardia. Okay. So I go to the doctor, the parasite doctor, and I'm like, but I've, I haven't traveled outside the country. How did I get this parasite? And he's like, this guy's old. Like, he's like 90. Okay. 
he's like, well, you can get it from, um, you know, drinking water or sometimes partners. You can get it. You can get it from partners you, using someone's Did towel. You, and now I'm uh, starting to think. Are you you soaked this? Co- no, this part. I mean, we had sex. No, but if you use like the same towels or if you sleep with someone who has a parasite, he probably gave it to the dirty. There's the he's the only person. And if I put the pieces together when I started to feel the symptoms, it was like a month after I stopped seeing him. So but how does the parasite get from the penis, forget from his stomach to the penis to in your vagina to your stomach? Oh, is it transferred like no, this, no, this from is how just he's kissing as a doc. The doctor was like, baby. The doctor was very old. <laughs> he was very old. He was like, you can get it from Asplay. Asplay! Oh and he went God. like Did this. Did you eat this guy? No, I, this guy no I didn't. But he definitely like... He, no, he didn't even... We didn't do any like anything anal. But he, maybe he like touched my butt. But again, if you're sharing the same towels or sleeping with the person or if mm. he's going down at me... Because it's in him. I, I'm convinced this, this is how I got it from him. So... And the doctor, I remember the doctor's like, "Es play." <laughs> so I texted. I love the doctor. <laughs> so I texted him. Now, does anyone have this person in, in their life, a relationship where, like, you don't care what you text them? Like, maybe three years ago when I was dating him, I would have been nervous to text him. But now we're at the point where we still text. But, like, I don't even care what I say. So he actually randomly texted me when this whole thing came about. I hadn't spoken to him in like maybe nine months. And I texted him being like, you know, I think you gave me a parasite. <laughs> and he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, it was you. It makes sense. Um, long story short, he just texted me as we're, it's so weird, Katie. He just texted me being like, um, I, I said to him again, Oh, he said it was I negative for COVID. I said, yes, I go, but I still think you gave me the parasite. He goes, I'm never convincing you otherwise, am I? I don't do parasites. Are you feeling better? I go, no. I'm convinced. He goes, I thought you ruled ruled me out a few weeks ago. Anyway, if we're both negative, we can get a drink at a bar. Wait, does he live in LA? No, he lives in New York. I think he's confused. Well, oh, firstly, okay, let's just hold on. Let's pause for a second. Firstly, um, I he is a parasite. Exactly. <laughs> He's he like, I don't man- do paras. <laughs> I don't do parasites, but I live in like a complete mess. No, like, and if it's very dirty, it's just grounds for like other things. So, um, secondly, thank you, Tori. Now I'm worried of STDs, COVID, and parasites. Isn't that crazy? I'm never touching a human again. Exactly. (laughs) No, I will. And I, you know, I'm really close to my family. So I go home and my dad is like, and my dad's a dentist, but he like thinks he's a doctor of everything. So he's like, how the hell are you going to, you got a parasite? Yeah, you haven't, you haven't left, like you haven't left the country. And I'm like, and I, he wasn't at the doctor thing. And I'm not going to tell him the doctor was sitting there about to die, putting his thumb up into the air like it's an ass. He's like, how the hell are you going to parasite? I'm calling this doctor. I'm like, no, don't call the doctor. Don't call the doctor. Oh, and then he did find out, though. Somehow my dad found out that you can get it from ass play. So my dad, now ass play, an ex of mine, we did do ass play, but I didn't get it from him because I know I didn't get it from him. Um, How do you know you didn't get it from him? Maybe you were I, sick before him. I was sick before him. I, yes, I was sick before him. So my dad is like, and- I know you and I'll just say his name. She's like, He's like, I know you and Andrew are doing some freaky shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wrong guy, dad. 
<laughs> yeah, if you guys, any of you listen to this and you want to hear about Tori eating arse, just switch over to the shift. <laughs> that episode will be up there. Exactly. <laughs> but wait, so um, how do you find out you have a parasite? I'm just confused. I know this is sidestepping from what the podcast is meant to be or the video is meant to be about. But like, how do you, where did it even come into your mind? Did, did a doctor say, oh, I think this might be a parasite. Go to a parasite doctor. Because I went to see my Lyme doctor and I was having all these like awful stomach issues like not like shitting but like weird things where like I anytime I would eat I thought I was gonna throw up I don't know if you remember this part like this was like two years ago Katie I don't even know if I told anyone and anytime I would wait, so wait eat, this is two years later you just found out about the parasite though, yes because right? I thought it was my Lyme disease acting up but I really think it was it's a parasite so basically I went to like a Lyme doctor then I went to this other Lyme doctor and then I did this stool test which is like you shit in a almost like a hot dog container and then you bring it to a lab and then they tell you what's wrong with you so then that Lyme doctor was like you have I always get dyslexia and I can't say gonorrhea it's giardia she's like you have giardia and then when I told my other Lyme doctor he's like well you got to go to the parasite doctor I'm like well this is great wait so do you still have a parasite living inside you no I don't think so but you know if you have a parasite because I mean, the common things of a parasite are, it's very uncommon. Like, I'm someone who, like, always gets shit that's, like, uncommon. Like, you know, at the back of a label, like, the last thing, they'll be like, oh, and can cause this, but very rare. Like, that's everything I get. So, <laughs> I, wait, what, sorry, what were you asking me? I just forgot. It's okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I asked par- you. St- parasite you story still- is so confusing. Oh, I do I still have st- it? And then you said how you get a parasite or something. I don't know. No, I, I took antibiotics. I think I'm okay, but I haven't been back to the ass doctor. I don't know. He could be dead COVID. I don't know why. So I don't, I took what he told me to take, but I possibly couldn't eat more. That's so freaky. Oh my gosh. That's like, so that's like a horror story of me and someone in real life. Exactly. Like I was so worried about getting herpes. Meanwhile, I got Giardia. From a guy who has a trust fund and looks like he lives in a swamp. I remember when I told you. So I told story. She was like, I don't want to get herpes. So I just blow all these guys. And I was like, Tori, you can still get herpes. Or you can still get an STD from blowing them. And she was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the the thought of getting herpes in my mouth scares me less than getting general general herpes. Yeah, plus everybody has herpes of the mouth. Uh, it's like like eighty percent of the world because it's just her- it's the cold sore virus. But I don't know. I don't know if it. I don't understand it all. I'm not a doctor, but I just <laughs> thought it was funny. You're just like, I'll just blow them. <laughs> Before that, I was giving um, out hand jobs left and right. Oh, I'm bad at hand jobs. So I don't. Well, I, I'm not that I'm bad. I just don't feel confident when a guy can do that and he's been doing that himself for like fifteen years. I don't even want to compete with that. I'm like, I'd right. rather do the things that he can't do. Um, and I've never eaten ours, so I don't think I have to worry about a parasite. I think I just have a... No, I didn't eat this guy's ass. I think you just have oh, to... Oh, right. Don't basically... Jesus. What I'm trying to say is, even if a guy has a Burberry scarf, doesn't mean he's clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying here. Okay, so uh, you also met your uh, ex-boyfriend in real life. You've met a lot of your... You're very... Well, what's your, like... Because you, you, you also met a married guy in real You just go up and you're just like, hey, baby. <laughs> no I you know what's funny I do have good luck meeting but I do like a lot of online dating too but I do have good luck meeting guys I guess in real life but it doesn't mean they work out it doesn't mean like they're better but I met my 
last year's relationship at my old job. He was a camera guy. Um, and I thought he was really cute. But every girl in my company, I had a lot of girls in my company. And I was like, oh, no way he likes me because, like, I'm the only girl who wears a bra. And it was very, like, hipster company. And every girl, like, had their nipple showing. Um, and then he, like, G-chatted me to hang out. That's when I should have been like, oh, he's a 12-year-old. Like, why didn't he just ask me out? <laughs> it wasn't the skateboarder. It was the fact that he, like, G-chatted me. So, yeah, we met in real life. Um, I met, I'm trying to think who else I've, I met guys in real life. Every time I go out, I do meet a guy. If I try and I go out, I usually meet a guy in real life. Does it, does do you, do you prefer online dating or, so let's say like ideally I wanted to meet someone in real life because, uh, you know, when you online date and then you meet up with them, they're not. So it's like a lot of invested time. Whereas if you meet them at a bar, you're just like, you know, straight away if you're attracted or whatever. Yeah. Which do you prefer? I definitely prefer meeting in real life because you because sometimes I talk to guys that like, for instance, the parasite guy. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't a relationship. But if I saw him on an app, I would never swipe. But there were aspects I liked about him. So I think it's so much better to meet someone in real life because you can you give people more chances in that moment because he maybe he's not like the hottest guy, but like there's he's making you laugh or he did something in person. And I think online dating is just harder because you're just going off of looks and sometimes they don't even look like their photo they look like that one photo that you're like oh he doesn't look like that and then you show up and you're like oh he fucking looks like that they always look like the worst photo on their page you have to believe that if the worst photo shows them balding just know they're bald got it (laughs) that was the start of it (laughs) i'm trying to think think that's why and then the married guy i mean i didn't do anything with the married guy but when i was in la visiting like a month ago I met him because I went up to I think I just went up to his friends like he was in a group and I said I this is before COVID I was like what do you guys think about COVID I think if you're like honestly I know this is hard but I think if you're a girl you can just go up and say something even though it's like yeah. so embarrassing like literally anything to start a convo and if they're interested they'll talk back which is like 90% of the time because they're nervous too. Yeah, and you just have to be confident. But see, this is the thing. I feel like there's loads of guys who tell me months later, like we've we've started a friendship at this stage, been like, oh, I was like really interested in you at the start, but I didn't want to ask you out. And it's gone too far then, but I'm like, oh, they should just ask me out. And, or, you know, I might have rejected them and be okay with rejection or right. something might have happened. But it's the thing people aren't okay with rejection. Do you know what me and my friend would do? My friend from Ireland, uh, I don't know if you met her, but when we wanted to kiss guys on nights out, this is like years ago, first in America, uh, I remember one night we were on a night out and I'd go up and be like pretend that I knew the guy that she wanted to talk to so I'd be like oh my god hi John how are you and then I'd be like oh my god I'm so sorry I thought you were someone else and then get chatting to him and then my friend would come over and I would go oh my god I need to go to the bathroom and then wing woman baby <laughs> but that's so good see I I had I heard someone that you should do that too that's another thing like you could you should be like wait I've seen you wait wait I know you or I don't know I'm always too nervous to do that. I but I, if think, I have a drink, I can do that. I think people now, yeah, they just like find you on Instagram and DM you. And they're like, it's just like very complicated. It's very complicated. Like one part of me wishes that I lived in like olden times, you know, but then I'm like, also, I want rights. So you exactly. Know. <laughs> and I think our like personalities where like we want things like right away, you know, I think yeah. it would be like really hard. Like you think we can't get any, you think not getting a text from a guy in three days imagine six months not even a text a fucking letter 
A letter you, I know you can't even read. You got to look up. You got to bring it to the light. You're like, what does this say? Is that love or like? I, I can't read that. <laughs> Me and Fumi were saying this. This will be in the episode before you. But basically that um, it, we were joking about how uh, guys used to write letters. And so like, like now I'm obviously online dating. And um, I was thinking about after I was talking to him, I was thinking, I wonder did these guys like at war, because it feels like you're at war now in the pandemic because you can't see each other and you can only write to each other or FaceTime. Right. But I wonder if when they were at war, like World War One or World War Two, were they writing letters back, but were they like sex sex letters? Like, hey, the war is, you know, it's very bad and I'm very tired, but I have this hard cock. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and then six months later, she's like, oh, everything's fine here. My mother's well, my dad's well. Yeah, I'm really wet. <laughs> yeah you know I feel like when we think of like the olden days we think of people not being sexual kind of like how we when we were younger we thought our parents weren't sexual or our teachers weren't sexual but I'm sure they were because we always yeah, think I'm sure they we just were. we automatic when you're younger you you automatically think the older generation is less sexual and I don't I think just no you know we think people in the 1800s weren't sexual but I think they were just like because we're younger clearly no matter what age you are yeah, but sure, there was more prostitution and everything. I think there were more. True. And then I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've just been watching Outlander, so I'm like basing <laughs> everything off that. <laughs> it's like the 1700s. Um, I'm trying to think what other, what other fun stories of meeting guys in real life. See, this this is a. It's nearly a bad. It's nearly. I've locked my. I've locked myself in. About meeting guys in real life, I could tell you more stories about meeting guys in real life. Yeah, tell us some fun. Okay, well, I'm... Oh, here's a good one. Here's a, another one that didn't last. So when I was dating the skateboarder who I met at work, I was waiting on the subway platforms, subway platform, and this <laughs> guy came up to me and he was like... I can't remember what he said, but he was like something about my hair. And whenever a guy talks about my hair, I'm like, he wants to fuck. That's like... You know what I mean? It's like if a guy stares at like a big girl who has big boobs. So we started talking and I was like, he's cute, blah, blah, blah. But I had a boyfriend. I was like really in love with this boyfriend, which really sucks when he fucking ended it. Anyway, so he hit on me in the subway and I would like, because we would take the train every morning around the same time for work. And then I would like see him and it was really awkward. Long story short, a year later, I saw him in my area and I stopped him and I was like, hey, do you remember me? Like you're, you're the guy who hit on me in the subway. And he was like, oh yeah. And he was like, did you? Did you lose weight? But I like didn't lose weight. It was weird. But you're already he, tiny as well. I hate right. when people say that as well because then you're like, wait, was I big before? <laughs> yeah, I was like confused. But he, um, but Katie, you know the story. He's the neighbor that I liked. So he no, lived know, yeah. two blocks from me. But he looked better. He like got his teeth fixed and he like got buffer. So I <laughs> he met got him. his teeth fixed. I didn't know that. <laughs> what was wrong with his teeth? But that's so great. You saw I don't the know. new I improved version. I didn't notice. He's it. like, did you lose weight? In other words, have you noticed all the new things about me? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we went out like not that many times, but him, he was like a fuck boy. And I met him in real life, too. Yeah. See, this is the thing. You just it's really hard in New York City as well because you meet them in real life and online and it's just a nightmare. But this is reminding me what? Wait, you 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 haven't taught you've don't you have you never he was just a fuck boy, right? You never you didn't da like date the neighbor guy. No, I liked him, though. I yeah. wanted to date him, but he like really never gave me like like the he took me out to dinner one night and then like was like flaky and then we and then when then it became this like very flaky relationship we had and then I would just like because he was a photographer so I would just like use him to take my photos 
It was a very weird relationship. Oh, and then we would like lay in bed together, but we would like wouldn't do anything. It was like very weird. Yeah, that's really hard. And it's hard as well because like when it's so new, you can't just be like, hey, what is this without feeling that you're going to scare them off as well, which I I do. I'd rather be like, uh, no, I think that's good of you. Yeah, I know. But look at me. I'm like, it's not been a success story. <laughs> so, But I definitely think I do think like I remember in that situation telling you to just be like, hey, I like, know I was up? too scared, though, because I feel like at that point we were so, it wasn't like we were it's like literally when we went on like two date, not even like one was like a real date. And then the other was like a meetup, like a hangout, a bar. And then the other times it was literally like two other three other times. It was like, do you want to come over and we slept together? And then after that, it was like five times of us hanging out with like no sexual contact, content, contact. Yeah, it was definitely it seemed more like a friends of benefits thing. And I also yeah. think as well, if people like, yeah, I kind of think like if he'd wanted, it would have been just easy for him to be like, let's go on an actual date. Yeah, I, I just think don't fucking know. What I mean, he was 36 time. living with three roommates. And would tell me that I needed to have kids, but never was like with me. So I don't think he He told you you needed to have kids. He's like, you he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, like, you don't want to be like 36 and like not have kids. I was like, like you. And he's like, no, I want to have kids when I'm like 40. But he never like said like with me. It was like very it was a very like friend friendship. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Do you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember? um, So I'm just thinking of like I had like a real life an online experience with the same guy do you remember I met that guy on the train I met this guy on the train and he was chatting to me and he was like super cute and then he left he never asked for my number and then this is a few years ago when I had just gotten tinder back I kind of have an on-off relationship with tinder currently off for forever but he uh I he super liked me he had found me on tinder yes I remember that story oh Katie you know how many times you and me have said the word I think it's fate <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Pause that because that is, I I have a I have a perfect how I've grown. So okay, so I'll pause this story about the super like because what me and Tori will do is they'll like like the same song as us, and we're like, oh my god, this is the person I'm meant to be with. It's love, and that's the way we would always go on. Or like, oh, he's a he's allergic to. Sp- to jalapenos too oh it's meant to be like stupid shit and we find like meaning in like little things yes. like oh he you know whatever he hates his mom whatever no literally <laughs> then, we'll find anything yeah 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 yeah. and then so fast forward now i'm talking to a guy and there's been like little things where we like like the same song but i've been like doesn't matter doesn't mean anything <laughs> he's probably has a wife you're so <laughs> bitter at this point i'm like it was like whatever like totally completely like but i think that's better it's better to do that because it's just funny like i you know i was thinking about this recently i feel like the way people talk about like their love story like i you know what annoys me the most talking to people who are in new relationships because everything's fate it's like if i wasn't so annoyed with my other guy that i was seeing i would have not went on hinge that night for three hours and found blah 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 and like we would have if i was not in like such a you know what i mean they always tell these stories like it's so annoying yeah you know when you were saying that the whole time so my neighbor was having sex and i got paranoid for a second that you could hear it could you hear it no Okay, but anyway, yes. No, I, I agree with you. I think it's better just to have no expectations. <laughs> like I have standards, but I have no expectations anymore. I'm just like, that's whatever. Good. Yeah, that's what we should do. Standards, but no 
yeah expectation because like because you're so disappointed then i'd be like because i have like a, a expectation of what i want but the problem is i'll meet a guy and we'll get on so great first date that i won't give anybody else my attention yeah and then third date when they haven't really bothered and they only want to meet up with me at 11 p.m i'm like disappointed and then i'm like oh i just shouldn't i should really wait until to get feelings i should hold back on my feelings until they've actually earned it a little bit yeah wait have you met anyone in real life yeah loads of yeah loads of people but a lot of people like, at work what a lot of people at work right yeah i've met loads of my disaster all my disaster relationships were from real life so okay. maybe i'll end up marrying someone off uh off I, thought online. I thought you were gonna say yeah all of my designer boyfriends i've met in real life <laughs> disaster but the guy on the train um he so we met then we ended up meeting online and then remember I went on a couple of dates with him and then he disappeared for like a month. He never contacted oh, me and right. I got this weird message about how his mum was sick. And yes. I was like, this is fucking weird. And then, uh, then like a few months later, he wanted to meet up again and I was like, oh no, I'm seeing someone. But then I broke up with them and I was like horny. So I texted him, but then he got really weird. We were in the bar with you and he kept being like, feel my hair cock, feel my hair cock. It's so hard. Wait, with you. me? I was in yeah, the bar? And you, you were there as well we were in the bar by your house and it was like a group of us and he just came and remember he he was like and he was going to like china the next day i don't like why don't you why don't you come to china with me and then oh my god and then Tori, you did meet him because you went we're doing a comedy show tomorrow why don't you come to the comedy show and i didn't want to see him again because he'd started freaking me out and i was like completely turned off and i didn't want to go to china Wait, is this? I want to go to China. Wasn't this the guy that showed up at your comedy show? Is this the same guy? Yeah, because you fucking invited him. No, so I did not invite. I encouraged you. Wait, no, 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 no. Because you were so. This is when we were on the Grizzly Pair, and we wanted audience members so bad. This is a few years ago, and you said to him, "Yeah, we're doing a comedy show tomorrow. You should come." Like, and you just said it like casually, and you said the time, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah," but in my head, I was like, "Oh, this guy's getting too much." And then he, I didn't text him, but I was running from a different show to our show. And I, you text me going, oh, I'm really sorry. The guy is here. And when I went to go to the show, he was standing outside talking to comedians. So I crossed the street and just went home. I didn't do the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I remember this. This is, this is yeah. when you know, I'm sure people li- are listening that have really good friends. I mean, hopefully, but this is when you know you have like such a great friendship. It's because you can recall on your friend's dates. That's when you know it's a good friendship. It's like, it's like almost like you had dated him. It's like, oh my God, of course I remember the guy that came with the hard cock and wanted to go to China. Of course. How could I forget that one? Cock was huge. Your best friend knows more than the guy. So like any guy that I'm like or I'm seeing, either my best friend, so like you have like stalked him or seen screenshots or know everything because you're like, oh, you told me he's a Libra or whatever. Yeah. We don't say that, but you know, because we don't do astrology, but like similar shit, like everything they tell me that's their deepest, darkest secret. You're on the phone to your friend being like, what does this mean? I know. <laughs> you know? So, so they know just as much. It's like they're dating them as well until it becomes to a point where you're like secure and confident about it. Once your best friend stops hearing about the guy, you're like, oh, it's going well. Um, or they stop. Yeah, I feel like every time I really like a guy, my new, th- like to you, so I don't get like obsessed. My new thing is, um, I'm just going to see how many days I can go without telling my friends. Because like, it's a good <laughs> exercise. 
I know. Sometimes I'm voicemail in the Irish girls. So I've got the two Irish girls from home and I'm sick of hearing my own voice. So I just like won't. I'll just be like, I just need to not tell them about such and such guy at yeah. this stage because I'm hearing it out loud and I'm like, oh, I sound pathetic. Re- reel it in. Reel it in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, real life, I met uh, all of my ex-boyfriends in real life and they all turned out to be a bit disastrous because I met the... Um, so in, in America anyway the alcoholic mm-hmm. um that was real life we met at work and then uh the, the cokehead the that was the that was the alcoholic as well oh the cokehead was a different guy yeah he's actually really really nice just I can't deal with cocaine right so he wasn't a bad person <laughs> you know just, I his... can't function with a cokehead boyfriend and he can't function without the cocaine right so. it's a little difficult yeah, I actually seen him recently and we actually had like a great chat. He's like lovely. He actually is quite nice. Just, you know, some people aren't meant to be together. Um, but he was the one who when we broke up, I was in Ireland, I broke up with him and we were only seeing each other a little bit. I've never talked about this on the shift actually. And he um called me and I was like I was in Ireland and I kind of thought I'm gonna be here for a few more weeks I might as well just end it because I was gonna end it when I come back and I said I was on the train. I don't know if I told you I definitely told you this. No, I remember I was the story. On the I was on the train and uh, I could get Wi-Fi on the train. So that's when I would use my call, my calls because I never at the time I, I didn't buy an say, number. That's when I would use my cock. <laughs> <laughs> I use my big fat cock. <laughs> no, my calls. So I called them in between the two carriages, right? And uh, I go... And it was 10 a.m., but he was obviously still hammered from the night before. Mm. And I was like, look, we're going to have to break up. Like, I'm not feeling it. And I just, I don't want to see you again after this. And he goes, what the fuck are you, Brooklyn? And I was like, what are you talking to me? He goes, you know, the movie Brooklyn. She goes back and she fucking ditches him for an Irish guy. And I go, did you watch that whole movie? Because in the end of the movie, she gets with the American. Right. And he was like, what? And he goes, whatever, fuck off. Like, fuck you, fuck this. And then so the train conductor, the guy who's like, sorry, the train ticket guy is coming through the two the the passageway at this stage so he hears him and I have him down I'm not a loudspeaker he's just shouting so loud and he hears him shouting on the phone and he goes through the doors the Irish conductor comes back and goes do you know what tell him to fuck off <laughs> <laughs> and then the, my ex-boyfriend's like who the fuck is that who the <laughs> fuck they go you're tuning on me <laughs> yeah. no yeah so I just hung up and then um so years later we've seen each other and we're like on good terms so he was just like hammered drunk and just right. not in a good place at the time but yeah so real life hasn't been very successful for me um <laughs> well i'm trying to think i mean i know people that have met in real life and had success yeah look people have success real life and they have success online but i guess i was so reluctant to do the online the idea of this podcast was like oh i like interview people who met people in real life and like get tips but now i'm in a pandemic and like all i can do is online but i got really overwhelmed today with the like the past few days where i've just been like i only want to talk to one person and it's so that's the way i am like i'm very like i can't it can't even talk to multiple people online like it's overwhelming like yeah it's, it's just it's too much so i need like if i want to get maybe into a successful relationship i need to clone myself into 20 <laughs> people send them people out and they'll go on all the dates and they'll do all the relationships and six months down the line we'll see who's the happiest. right i mean why do you think Sorry. guys are, why do you think guys are so boring online because they have to talk to 25 different girls i know and then you for yeah it's really it is hard in fairness like um but yeah i'm trying to think what other fun stories do we have about the guy that you met in la recently you met him in real life in college right 
No, but I guess I could tell that story. I met him on Hinge. Did yeah. you? I thought you met him in college. No. So this guy that I liked in college, I saw him on Hinge. But see, if we were, if That's this was again, us four years. And online. Exactly. If this was us four years ago, we'd be like, see, it's fate. It's fate. The fact that you had to move to LA due to the pandemic. And the only person you matched with was the guy that you had a crush on seven years ago. It's fate. It's fate. It's fate. <laughs> But now it's wait, like, wait, wait. oh, that's I'll cool. I'll tell you if it's fate. Hold on. I'll tell you if it's fate. Okay. What year was he born? What the hell is that? <laughs> Shut up. I mean, oh. is a, is a Chinese calendar I got from a Chinese restaurant. Oh, I thought that was like sh- an ovary thing. <laughs> I've been, uh, I'm like, literally like I, one of my friends, she was talking about talking to some guy and I was like, what year was he born? And you're a tiger. Oh, so I can tell you what year. Um, okay, he's born you're on a horse. Valentine's Day. He was born. <laughs> oh, I don't know what year that is. Oh, f- ninety-one, February. He's, not, he's a year younger. Oh, you're not meant to be together. I'm sorry. You need oh. to be with a tiger or a dog. Um, what and what what month is he's that? He's a sheep. He's a sheep. Fuck that. Who? What month am I supposed to be with? No, it's year. Oh, sorry. So the year you're meant to be with someone who is either four years older than you. Or, um, fuck, where's the dog? Or four years younger. So go four and four. This is huh. very reliable. I took this from a table <laughs> in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> so that's back to our fate. But yeah, so wait, why were we saying you were like, oh, the uh, yeah, so the LA guy, the online, the hinge. So you met in college and then you matched on hinge. So this is the two worlds coming together. It's yes, great. we met on. Yes, we matched. And but I don't think he doesn't know. I mean, I haven't. I said I thought he was cute in college, but I didn't tell him I had like a like a full on crush. But I didn't like have a crush where it was like obsessive. Just like anytime I would see him, I'd be like, oh, that guy's cute. OK, so before we go, wh- what would be your advice to? Because I know I think a lot of guys that I talk to now are very scared to ask girls out in real life. Um, and what would be your advice for women? What's your advice just for like after the pandemic and people are just like, I want to be I want to I want to meet someone. I want to be have the confidence to go up to someone in the bar. Like what's what's your any sort of tip? OK, well, I did. Here's OK. I'll have a few tips that I've come up with in my twenty nine. Excuse me. Not not to burp in front of a mic. But you know what helps? Going to a bar with like a statement piece outfit or like any sort of statement piece, like a pink watch or like I used to have this like um, like jacket that had like a T on it. And I every time I would go out, a guy would be like, what does the T stand for? So if you go out with like something that's like unique looking, you don't have to come up like a, you don't have to show up like a fucking carnival, but something that's like unique, like a clothing item, it gives a guy an intro that thinks you're cute to be like, what is that? Like it gives them something to use. Does that make sense? It's, it's like a springboard. Like peacocking. Yeah. What does that Have mean? Have you heard again? of that? I've heard so of it, but I forgot. Like if a guy wants to like draw female attention they're like peacocking so like peacocks will put out their big their big yes so a guy might wear like a really bright jacket you know so then it draws the attention yeah it's like that so i would say that that's really good advice yeah and then i would say i'm trying to think other ways i mean i guess like looking at them i mean to be honest it takes me like a few sips to like really i don't know just like something Honestly, it could just be something stupid. I don't know. I haven't been out and like tried to done someone in so long. But like just I think, you know, bringing up something so stupid, like just 
just doing it. Yeah, and like the thing with the peacock, it might be hard if you're in somewhere like Williamsburg because everybody looks ridiculous. But right, or, or like you could very say fashionable. like. Not ridiculous. You, that's probably the proper one word. Or you'd be like, where's the bathroom or something? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's great. Just go it up. Yeah, that's a great. That's what I would used to do. I'd go up and be like, um, or I'd just make eye contact. Just like, but see, I never go out anymore. Well, we know the pandemic. Yeah, no well, one's going out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think those are, I think those are the advice. The, the advice. Do you have a chat up line? Any funny chat up line? Chat up line? Yeah. Oh, any funny. Oh, like a pickup line? yeah no um when i go out no i don't think so oh my god no i think i just like look at it's like improv i just like look at something i'm like okay that's what i will comment on (laughs) that's great but honestly i've been hinging so much in this goddamn city i am i won't be surprised if i open if i went out and like three guys at a bar would be like i've i've seen you on hinge like that's how much act I'm sure everyone's oh gonna have that problem. Well sure Lindsay Thiessen shared something, a joke about uh and screenshot a guy's questions and answers on Hinge and posted it and I've seen that guy. Like it's just or I was swiping for my roommate because she wants a boyfriend, but she doesn't want to put the effort into actually um going on hinge. So I uh-huh. was like, You need to do it, you need to put in the effort. Like I'm so the opposite now. I'm like six weeks into the pandemic and I was like, Online is the way. Right. But so I was swiping for her and then the guy that I've been FaceTiming came up and I was like, Nope, I'm not even giving your guys a little of a chance. No, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not fucking so because you imagine I was like, thank God I'm doing this. <laughs> right. But the problem with the I do have to say quick, one quick thing. It's good to help her get started, but don't hinge for her. Because what I notice is if my friends hinge for me, they'll start liking guys that I'm like, this this is a guy you want to fuck. I don't want to fuck fucking him. And then they're like, he's cute. I'm like, yeah, because he looks like your current boyfriend. They're like, no, he's not. And then they'll be like, no, he's not. My boyfriend's way hotter. I'm like, all right. All right, come the fuck down. Like, that pisses me off so much. Yeah, you're right. No, you are right. I kept, I was showing her because our taste is so different. Like, yeah. I couldn't be farther from each other. So, yeah. Oh, that's, I think that's really it. Do you want to plug anything before we go? Okay. So, you guys, besides finding me on Katie's missed calls, <laughs> I'm the only I'm one. Like, what? I oh, said, calls? yeah, like, I'm the only one who's calling you. <laughs> I know. I just said to someone today, I was like, I was just like, I'm so lucky I have Tori. <laughs> I have so many like lesbian friendships. It's no, only you and Carolyn, only my roommate. Yeah. Um, but you guys can find me. Yes, please follow me on all social platforms at Tori, T-O-R, sorry, T-O-R-I-P-I-S-K-I-N. Instagram. We're on TikTok now. And I have a podcast with my mom called got it from my mama which you can listen anywhere so that's yeah, that's me go on i spoke about thinking i was falling in love with someone oh, and then a couple of oh, weeks later yeah. breaking up with them and you're like oh i hope you're like oh my god i hope, I hope i'm not gonna break up anyway oh my god he's so lovely oh my god he's amazing i mean he checks my post but like am i that was, you should have my biggest you should have my mom on she loves listening anytime i talk about you she's like oh my god katie's so funny She's hysterical. I love your mom. That was the biggest, doing your podcast is the biggest learning curve for me because I get on like this fucking uh, hopeless romantic, like only 
fucking six weeks into dating someone I'm like oh I think yeah I think he's, I think he's gonna be the one and then like I get to know him and four months later I'm like blocking him on everything yeah <laughs> so when you were like sharing that podcast episode again like it was like six months later you were sharing old ones and I was like I know. oh my god this is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> oh bye Tori um, bye okay, thanks for having me this. we have you plugged okay I love you Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you guys could rate and review, that would be amazing. Um, only if it's positive ratings and reviews. <laughs> and if you could tell your friends, that'd be also great. Uh, and yeah, if you want to DM me any like fun stories you have of meeting people in real life, uh, positive or negative, um, or any fun tips you have, uh, that'd be great. Uh, have a great day and stay safe.